It's been about six months since I started the Bells and Whistles Theater, which is kind of the creative home of this podcast now. It's where I release all the upcoming episodes, extra scenes, and standalone short stories. I'm working on my second short story now. And if you're curious about how things are going with the podcast, if I will keep podcasting, uh, and if I am able to survive as a creator, I have just published a free episode of my In the Wings Behind the Scenes podcast, where I discuss um, how I feel about the Bells and Whistles Theater in the Lesbian Romantic Podcast and its future right now. So if that interests you, go to patreon.com slash lesbianromantic and sign up for free, and you'll have access to that um, episode of my behind-the-scenes podcast. All right, let's get to this episode. Hello, hello from a whole new pillow fort. Um, I got some tips from a friend, and um, yeah, my new recording space is starting to look like pillow fort again, but I like it. It's cozy. So um, I'm going to try to keep improving the sound quality. Let me know what you think. I've also got Lucky with me, the tiny dog. Um, I kind of renamed him to Plucky. <laughs> uh, it's the same for him, and it's more fun for me to yell in the street. Not that I yell at my dog. You know what I mean. Just Anyway, <laughs> let's get to the story. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Worth the Risk, Part 32. Toast. Only English at the office, Natalie said and nodded. No problem, and understood. Excellent, because we want everyone to feel included at all times, Elisa said. Natalie's new boss pointed at the office next door. That's yours. It's small, but you'll have more privacy than most other people here. Natalie took in the opal glass window separating Elise's large office from hers. That's great, she said. I'm thrilled you accepted our offer, Elise said. I think we'll make a great team. This is crazy, Natalie thought. I got so lucky getting this job and she makes it sound like I am some catch. I think so too, Natalie said, smiling. I really look forward to making your life easier. Elise laughed. <laughs> Lots of low-hanging fruit there. I should have hired a new assistant ages ago. My calendar is a mess and I haven't made it to my yoga class in time for ages. Natalie grinned. I will try to fix that as soon as possible. Please do, Elise winked. My aging body will appreciate it. Chuckling, Natalie <laughs> shook her head. Her new boss didn't look like she had missed any yoga classes recently. On the contrary. IT will stop by with your laptop and phone soon, Elise continued. Until then, I suggest you familiarize yourself with a coffee machine. Natalie nodded eagerly. How would you like your coffee? Elise laughed. <laughs> I meant you should get yourself some coffee. I can get my own. Oh, Natalie said, blushing. Of course. The coffee machine is in the kitchen? Elise winked again and opened her office door. It's at the end of the hall, to the right. Thanks, 
Natalie Sandin ran a hand through her hair. It felt light after a haircut yesterday. Just take a moment to get comfortable and meet some of your new co-workers. Elise smiled. You'll be very busy soon enough. All right, Natalie said a little sheepishly. This was not what she had expected on her first day as an assistant to the CEO of a successful software company. She had been ready to dive in and kick ass. I'll come and get you when IT shows up, Elise said. Thank you, Natalie said and stepped into the hallway. She inspected her outfit as she walked towards the kitchen. Her linen pants still looked okay. It had been risky to wear them on her first day, with all the crinkling, but the late summer temperatures had made Natalie decide to put them on anyway. With the linen pants, Natalie wore a loose blouse. She had rolled up her sleeves. The thin leather band on her right wrist was a gift from Kim. The sneakers she had bought for the occasion still looked pristine. The kitchen was much larger than Natalie remembered. She had been there briefly when Elise had given her a tour after her job interview, but Natalie had been too nervous to take everything in. A large wooden table with a fruit bowl stood in the middle of the room. The furthest wall had the fridge and the cabinets installed against it. There was also a large counter. Boxes with healthy snack bars were lined up on it. A short guy with scruffy cheeks walked into the room and grabbed one of the bars. He looked up in surprise as if he hadn't seen Natalie before. Natalie spotted some white hairs on his dark sweater, probably from a dog or a cat. She smiled. Good morning, he said. Are you Elise's new assistant? I sure am, Natalie said, straightening her shoulders. His face lit up. So happy to meet you, Natalie. I'm Sergio, the PR guy. Oh, right. Elise told me about you. Natalie beamed back. She said we'd be working together quite a bit. We sure are, Sergio nodded. I'm going to need you to get Elise to sign off on a lot of stuff, and it's always last minute. Natalie felt a growing enthusiasm in the pit of her stomach. She was really excited about this job, and she still couldn't believe she was actually here. We might have to work on that last-minute attitude, Natalie said. My wife keeps saying that too, Sergio laughed. He leaned against the counter. So, what does life look like for you when you get home? Do you have kids? A partner? No kids, Natalie said, shaking her head. How about you? She asked in return. Can't you tell? Sergio replied and pointed at the dark circles under his eyes. A two-year-old and a second one on the way next month, plus two cats. Congratulations, Natalie chuckled. It sounds like you have two full-time jobs. Sergio scratched the top of his head. His dark hair was thinning out a little here and there. You can say that again. Natalie smiled sympathetically. Well, I'll try to make your full-time job here easier by getting you the necessary approvals from Elise. Excellent, Sergio grinned. Well, I better get back to my meeting. I only came to pick up a snack. I get hangry, you know. I can't tell, Natalie said. Sergio laughed. <laughs> Only a matter of time. Consider me warned, Natalie replied and waved as he walked out of the kitchen. He had a sparkle in his eye as he waved back over his shoulder. Natalie took in a deep breath and looked around the empty kitchen again. She rubbed her stomach as she processed the conversation she had just had. Sergio had asked her if she had a partner. The first person she had thought of was Raven. This is so Fucking ridiculous, 
Natalie thought. It's been three months. I should be over her by now. Her chest tightened and she pulled out her phone from her pocket. Natalie opened the messages app and read the message from Raven again. It had arrived yesterday. She had read it at least 40 times since. It said, Hey, how are you? I've been thinking about you. Natalie had let go of her anger toward Raven, but it had not been easy. However, getting this message last night had sparked some of her old feelings. How dare Raven send her this message just as Natalie was getting back on her feet? Natalie? A now familiar voice said behind her. Natalie spun around, covering her heart. Chet, she gasped. Bad conscience? Elise teased. Sorry, Natalie blushed. Didn't hear you coming. I just met Sergio. Great, Elise said. IT is at your office. Can you go and meet them? Of course, Natalie nodded and walked toward Elise. She put her phone back in her pocket, vowing to herself to keep it there until the end of the day. She was not going to let Raven ruin her first day at this amazing new job. Kim was at Natalie's place when she got home. How was it? She yelled as she stormed into the living room. Natalie grinned widely. It went great. I knew it, Kim beamed. I knew you'd kick ass. Wiggling her hips a little, Natalie said, Yeah, I think I did. Kim closed the distance between them and wrapped her arms around Natalie. I am so proud of you. Natalie squeezed her best friend tight. I am so relieved I finally got back to work. Yeah, I can imagine, Kim replied and grabbed Natalie's hand. Let's go celebrate. She pulled Natalie toward the kitchen. Oh, Natalie exclaimed in surprise. Kim had decorated the kitchen table with colorful flowers. Two large cocktail glasses with little umbrellas sticking out of them stood in the middle of it all. A divine scent radiated from the oven. Kim! <laughs> Natalie laughed. What did you do? Her best friend grinned and pulled open the oven. It's been a while since you had my lasagna. Today seemed like a good day. Natalie sniffed one of the cocktails. These don't have alcohol in them, do they? I need to get up early. Kim rolled her eyes as she looked up from the oven. Don't worry, party pooper. I anticipated that comment. It's non-alcoholic gin. Perfect. Natalie beamed and plopped down on one of the chairs. Let's toast, Kim said after closing the oven. The lasagna will be ready in five. She picked up a glass and handed it to Natalie, then took the other one. To you, she said and clinked her glass against Natalie's. And finding your path. Natalie smiled and nodded. To finding our paths. She sipped her drink. The bitter taste of the mocktail startled her. She had expected it to be sweeter, like the one she'd had with Raven three months ago. Natalie swallowed and frowned because she didn't like it when Raven popped up in her mind like this. What's wrong? You don't like the drink? Kim asked. Did I use too much tonic again? Natalie chuckled softly. <laughs> you did. Kim shrugged after taking a gulp from her glass. Guess I like it that way. Yeah, 
Natalie said, looking down at her hands. She was thinking about how Raven had closed her eyes while sipping her mocktail. Okay, where did you go? Kim asked and put down her glass. Natalie met her stern gaze and blushed. Sorry, um, yes, you like too much tonic. Kim eyed her, eyebrows raised. She texted me. Natalie blurted out after a few long moments of trying to resist Kim's inquiring gaze. Her best friend didn't have to think about who Natalie was talking about. What did she say? That she's thinking about me, Natalie said quietly. Kim sighed, her frustration evident. Of all days, she mumbled. Yeah, her timing sure is spot on, Natalie said sarcastically. Did you reply? Kim asked. Not yet, Natalie said, sipping from her glass. Now she wished there was alcohol in it. Yet, Kim said. So you're going to? Natalie shrugged. I don't know. Maybe? A deep line appeared between Kim's eyebrows. Are you sure you want to do that to yourself? You are finally getting back on your feet. I know. Natalie moaned in frustration. She shifted in her seat. You're still not over her, are you? Kim asked, her voice softer. Natalie shook her head slowly. I know it's stupid. There was a moment of silence. It's not, Kim finally said. It's not stupid at all. She moved her chair a little closer to Natalie and grabbed her hand. Natalie looked up, barely able to meet her best friend's eyes. I feel stupid though. I should be happy about this new job. I finally got the job I wanted and even my parents are happy about it. I've done so much these last months. And yet... And yet you keep thinking about Raven. Kim completed her sentence. Maybe I should have gone to the airport after all. Natalie smiled sadly. <laughs> Maybe. Kim chuckled. After a moment, she added, Maybe you still can. What? Natalie laughed uncomfortably. What do you mean? You can always fly to Atlanta. Kim said matter-of-factly. Surprise her. No fucking way, Natalie said, crossing her arms. Hey, if you had taken my advice three months ago, Kim teased. Fuck you, Natalie whispered and then grinned. She sniffed the air. Uh, Kim? What? Kim said, looking around. Then the smell hit her nostrils too. Fuck! She cursed and jumped up. My lasagna! <laughs> Natalie burst out in a full <laughs> belly laugh. This was part 32 of Worth the Risk. If you could see me right now, you'd see someone sitting behind lots of pillows and blankets and all sorts of stuff. Everything to absorb, um, like the reflection of the room. Um, it's definitely a whole new pillow fort. Um, and that's because I don't have a fancy studio. I'm an independent, listener-funded creator, and uh, yeah, I've got that bootstrap thing going on, you know, and I couldn't do it without your help. I want to thank everyone around the world who supports my work. A special thank you to everyone who supports my work recurrently, because that support helps me plan ahead, you know, when I know that I have some income, I know that I can make time to create the next episode. So thank you so much, everyone. 
If you too would like to support my work, you can do that on my website and support me directly, or you can join me on Patreon and discover what kind of, um, what's the name again? Perks? What kind of perks I've set up there and um, yeah, support my work that way. Check it all out at lesbianromantic.com forward slash support. Thank you for spending time with me. It is always a privilege. And I will see you soon on the Keybase community, on the website community, or on this channel in two weeks. Bye.